tuning into the show tonight. Well, we are going to have a great episode. This week, we're going to talk about the chakras and energy flow. So if you tuned into the show last week, or if you want to catch up, last week, we talked about the subtle bodies. And so the subtle bodies, just in a very quick review, are part part of the auric field. And there are four subtle bodies. The um, causal body, the etheric, or the causal body, the mental body, the emotional body, and the etheric body. And we talked about how our thoughts and emotions impact our health. But these bodies don't exist on the subtle plane all by themselves. So we're going to take it down to the next level and talk about how energy and information moves from one body to the other. And this occurs via the chakras. And so in the generic sense of the word, the chakras are energy centers. And when you look at the literature, they talk about seven chakras that run up and down the spine. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't more chakras in the body, but the primary ones that we interface with the world with are the ones that run up and down the spine. And their job is to send, receive, and process information from the world around us. And so the chakras are designed to open and close, kind of like the aperture of a camera, where if there's a lot of information coming in, it might get really big. And if we're in fear, it will shut down. So, for example, you're walking down the street and it's dark and you're going to your car. You've been been to the clubs and you have to go to your car. And you're walking down the street and some people come around the corner and they seem kind of unsavory. And your first chakra, which processes our fear information, begins to shut down. And our our heart rate increases, our breathing increases, our stress response system is set off. But that chakra is shutting down. And this process, this ability to open and close occurs in each chakra but depending on what's going on with us the ability for it to function correctly that means whether it can open up the whole way or close down the whole way or even open or close can be affected by our life experiences trauma etc um but it's more than that each of the subtle bodies that we have has a chakra on it. So on the causal body, there are again, these seven chakras that run up and down this, that spiritual body that relate to, you know, there are seven that run up and down that body. When we move in further, again, there are a set of chakras that sit on the, the mental body. Again, on the, the emotional body, there are a set of chakras. 
on the etheric body. They're a set of chakras. And so while the chakras are designed to send, receive, and process information, they also work as transformers of energy. So for example, um, we receive information on a spiritual level from our higher self or from source or God or whatever word you want to put on there. And that information comes into our causal body. And that chakra transforms that energy into a, a form, into a vibration, into a frequency that that layer of the uh, auric body can process, thus the processing. But there are times when that information is sent down further and to the mental body. And so the mental body, we have Raylan here today. Come on, up, 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 come on. We have Raylan here today. He wanted to be part of the show. Um, and so the mental body, the information comes in, it goes into that chakra and it is either disseminated into that energetic field or it is sent along to the emotional body where again, it is processed and sent along. And that happens with each layer of the bodies and each of the subtle bodies and the chakras that uh, each of the chakras are connected to each other by something that are called nadis, N-A-D-I-S. And they're kind of like these little tubes that the energy processes through. And so if you've ever seen a picture of a chakra guy, you know, I mean, if he's front facing, you see the chakras, the little circles going down the body. But if you see a sideways view, and this was always kind of a mystery to me until I learned about the nadis, Many times you'll see these images where it looks like there's like a funnel, you know, or a thing coming out of the chakra, out the front and out the back. And that's what the nadis are. They're kind of like a funnel to channel the information into the different chakras. Okay, hang on one second. All right, really, we got to go over here. There you go. There you go. Thanks, Raylan, for being part of the show. That's my good boy. Okay. Um, and so that's how it moves, you know. So as it moves from source, it is geared down to the vibration and frequency of the causal body. And as it continues down, the vibration slows into the vibration and frequency of the mental body. Again, slows emotional body, etheric body. And if you think about it, the physical body doesn't technically, technically have chakras. Um, we have nerve ganglia in the physical body. And so the chakras actually connect to the different nerve ganglia in the body. And I'm like looking this up because they actually do have names, but I don't remember what they are. Okay, but I am not going to find it. I meant to like mark this page in avoiding the cosmic two by four. So if you're interested in what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, it goes into a lot more detail in this book. Okay, so we have the different chakras. 
But there's also two different mechanisms that happen as we address the different chakras. And so the first chakra, which is located at the base of the spine, and the seventh chakra, which is on the top of the head, actually point upward and downward. And this is how we process information in from source down through the body to the earth where it's grounded and then back up and out of us. And so that's our main energy channel. And so when we say that we're in the flow or we're in the groove, it means that that channel is open and working for us. The other chakra, chakra number two, which is uh, below the belly button, the belly button, the chest, the heart center, the throat chakra, and the sixth chakra, the, or the third eye, all point front and back. And it's via these chakras that we receive information and energy from the world around us. Um, and so I'm going to take it to another level, and I hope this isn't like an overload of information. But each thought we have, each emotion we have, each feeling we have, has a different vibration and a different frequency. And so depending on how the energy is projected means we receive that information on the different chakras. So for example, if you have a feeling or if you're receiving a feeling that's associated with the second chakra, um, which is lower in the body, versus if you are hearing your inner voice or seeing a intuitive message they're much higher vibrating and so you cannot watch tv on your fifth chakra just like you can't hear the sound on your sixth chakra which is really visual so one is more like radio one is more like you're watching tv without the sound but when the chakras start opening up, it becomes much more multimedia where you can see and hear what's going on and feel it. And then there are those smell-o-vision people that like smell stuff, smell intuitive stuff. Not me, but there are those people. Um, and so as the energy is moving through this up and down channel, it clears and works to open up the other energy centers in the body. But when we experience trauma, when we experience challenging life experiences, um, it impacts the chakra and its ability to process information, causing it to slow down and the movement of energy through it to decrease. And so last week we were talking about how our thoughts can filter down into the physical body where we experience phys where we experience disease and illness. And so it, it, it's not that the body is being messed up, it is because the ability of the chakra to open and close and to process certain vibrations of information become affected and the movement through them becomes impacted until you get down to the physical body and it's not really working anymore. 
And so, you know, if you're experiencing physical disease, then this is one of the things that is underscoring your health concern. If you are having a lot of negative thinking, if you are having issues with emotional regulation or you worry a lot or you have a lot of anxiety, there is something going on in this system that is not working correctly. Um, and so it behooves you to start paying attention to what you're feeling and what you're noticing. And then maybe doing a little homework to narrow it down to what you might, where it might be coming in or not coming in as the case may be. Because again, when the flow of our energy is impacted, then disease ensues. Okay, so I talked really fast and I threw out a ton of information, but I keep trying to keep this introductory part down to 15 minutes. And so if you guys have questions and you need for me to explain more about what I just talked about, um, because it was, it was really a lot of information, please ask questions. I'll be happy to discuss it even further as we move along into the evening. And again, if this information is interesting to you, um, I talk about it in this book, Avoiding the Cosmic 2 by 4 in great detail. Okay, so I'm going to go through my little blurby thing and then go look at the comments, say hi to everybody, and then go back and respond to any questions. So if you are coming here and maybe not posting your questions uh, in the chat room or you're listening after the fact, you know, please do go by my website, soulhealer.com and schedule a private consultation. Excuse me. I mean, even the people that come here and ask questions, many times I am just doing a very surface glance of what may be going on. And usually there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot more that I could say, um, to an individual person, um, I'm going to say in person, I mean, I work with all of my people by phone or by Skype, um, but there always is a lot more depth to a private session than what we really get in this venue. Okay. If you are watching this on Facebook, please join my group, Dr. Rita Louise Live on Facebook. If you like YouTube better, um, you can see this live stream at Just Energy Radio on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to the channel and set up the notifications and blah, 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 all that good stuff. If you like Rumble, this show now airs on Rumble. It is under Psychic Doc on Rumble. You cannot chat uh, with the Rumble stream. You can just listen and review so if you are listening to this on Rumble and you want to join the conversation, please go to Facebook or YouTube. So Dr. Rita Louise live on Facebook or Just Energy Radio on YouTube. But if you are on Rumble, please follow me because I'd like to build up some of that subscriber base. And again, always you can go to my webpage, soulhealer.com and sign up for my newsletter. I would love to keep you informed of everything that is going on. Okay, enough of that. So let's uh, go to these comments and see what we got going on. 
So Debbie says, hi, you look gorgeous. Thank you. Even after a long day of insulating work. So Johanna says, hey, ladybug. James Arthur Janchik, the dark knight, the black knight of talk radio is in the house. He says the doc is in the house. Hey, Joe. Nice to see you here. Veronica. Hi, Veronica. So Debbie says, hi, sweet Raylan. And Raylan says, but Debbie, where's the hair? I want the hair. Wow. Mark, you're here early. Hi, Mark. Hi, Bradley. Nice to see you. Oh, James said, great book. So he's talking about <clears throat> avoiding the cosmic two by four because he hasn't read. <clears throat> Dang, it was me all along. Yet. Yet. We're negotiating me being on a show. So hopefully that will happen. Uh, Yvonne's here. Hi, Yvonne. And Otto. Hi, Otto. Lexi. Hey, girl. Uh, Terrence B. Hey, Terrence B. Thanks for coming to the show today. And thanks for liking my house. Uh, Wendy's here. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Lucy. Thanks for coming to the show tonight. Uh, Cameron, I think you're a new person. Thank you for coming to the show tonight. I'm going to come back and read your, your comment. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, it's Keith Anthony Blanchard. So James and Keith, if you both could put your links below, um, because I'll like give you a little, I'll give you a little air time. So James, actually, James Arthur Janchik, the Black Knight of Talk Radio, I hosted my first Just Energy radio show on his network. I have known him for a long, long time, and I really have to credit him for uh, for liking me and wanting me to do stuff or, you know, I don't know where I would be now. So very cool. Thank you. And uh, let's see here. And then we have... Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Thanks for coming to the show tonight. So, oh, let me do this. If you have any questions, please post your detailed questions in the cat, the chat box. I mean, unless you're on Rumble and then you can't, but, um, all right, I'm going to go back up and see if there are any questions and then start doing my thing. Oh, you know, Veronica, what did you do? Marco's not here tonight. Uh, okay. So Otto says, is a broken heart a shutdown chakra? And yes, it is because there is a lot of interference that happens. Um, and depending on what's going on, and I'm going to go a little detour here, you know, because there are the chakras but then there are our meridians, which, you know, you find in acupuncture and Chinese medicine. And in acupuncture, there is the pericardium meridian, which is the sac that sits around the heart. And then there's the heart meridian, which is the actual heart. And in Chinese medicine, the pericardium protects the heart from damage. And so there are many of us that have, you know... <laughs> I likened it to bird poop. That's how it always kind of appears to me. Like there's your pericardium and there's all this crap and leeches and barnacles all attached. 
And so I think people that have like angina and certain kinds of heart discomfort, it's not really their heart. It's buildup on this pericardium. And, but every so often, every so often, you actually see, I've actually come into contact with someone where there is an issue with the heart meridian because their heart's been broken. And, but that's really weird. But yes, I mean, love is an energy of the fourth chakra, which is the heart center. And so very much so if you have a broken heart, there is always going to be a corresponding impact to that chakra. Great question, Otto. Thank you. Okay. So Veronica said, fascinating. How can you clear a chakra, especially from trauma? Would hypnotherapy help? Um, sorry, I'm having a little candy thing, so I don't cough. I mean, we, you can definitely clear chakras and Veronica, I am, I'm working my way to the, the clearing part, but I had to kind of set some groundwork before I start doing the healing part, but we are definitely on a energy medicine, subtle body binge right now. And no, I don't think hypnotherapy would help. I mean, the hypnotherapy would help to clear the trauma. And in turn, there would be some work on clearing the chakra, but I have never met a hypnotherapist that actually goes in and does energy work on a chakra in particular. They're more working on the um, mental and emotional energy that might be tied to the trauma and not the energetic part of it. I mean, to do a more specific chakra clearing, it would be working with someone that does energy medicine, you know, somebody like me, somebody that does Reiki, that kind of work. So Debbie says, I love the Cosmic 2x4 book. I learned a lot. That's because she's smart and she likes me. Okay. So Lucy says, as soon as I find my new position, I tend to schedule a reading with you. Well, Lucy, that would be great because it would be great to hear from you. Okay. All right, Yvonne, now what's going on? I feel like I'm in a transition and the old jobs aren't working or coming. Am I unconsciously rejecting them and being pushed toward doing creative stuff only? You know, usually that's how it works. Um, Okay, so one of the things I'm also getting, Yvonne, and I'm just going to throw this in as kind of a caveat. I mean, sometimes, you know, the universe kind of pushes us out of the nest, you know, like, well, I'm taking away your safety blanket. But I also feel like you are experiencing resistance and distaste for doing these jobs versus embracing them and saying, well, this is what I'm going to, I'm doing now and I'm loving it. Um, <clears throat> because when we sit there and we push it away, well, I don't really want to do this. I don't want to come in here. Why are they making me do this crap? You know, this push away energy. 
it not only pushes away what you don't want to do, but it pushes away what you do want to do because you're moving everything out. It's kind of indiscriminate. True story. So I had a job and they were like laying people off every Friday, literally, you know, like, oh, well, they just let go of 10 people. And then the next week they let go of 10 more people. Um, it, it was it was bad and it was scary. The n amount of people they were letting go. And so now, you know, I'm losing employees because I was the manager and I'm having to pick up a lot of their work. And now I can't like play my computer games all freaking day because I got to work. And I wasn't happy and I started becoming resentful and not, you know, like not really wanting to do the job and nothing was working. You know, I would send out a gajillion resumes and nothing happened. And I remember it. It's like, well, wait a minute, I'm pushing this work away, which means I'm pushing everything away. And so I started to come in with the attitude of, you know what? this is what I'm doing now. And I'm going to do this job to the best of my ability. And I'm going to find joy in this, even though like on some level, it kind of pissed me off, but I couldn't allow the piss me off to run the show anymore. And I just embraced it. And within a couple of weeks, I got a job offer, you know? And so you're kind of sitting on that line also. Um, so try embracing the work and maybe other stuff will happen. Okay. So Cameron says, uh, the heart force chakra. Yes. A broken heart can be a problem as can a self-serving love personality. Okay. Thank you. And Keith says, I've been following you for years. No, I've been following you for years. Yeah. <laughs> and Mark says, you can also look her up under intergalactic goddess. So I guess if I like open the dictionary to intergalactic goddess, it would have my picture just right there. Uh, okay. Cameron says, no future questions. What about timing? So I can ask, when will it be time for me to step out and be of service months, years? Um, so Cameron, um, all right, so I'm going to go with the, when will it be time for me to step out and be of service? I'm just going to go with that. Um, You know, I'm kind of a bitch, so I'm just going for it. I'm feeling like, you know, if you want to step out and be of service, then you should step out and be of service. Even if you're stepping out and being of service on a part-time basis on or on a as-you-can basis, I feel like you have this all-or-nothing energy tied to it, and it will never happen because it is something that is becomes part of our lives and not a goal. Like, I'm, you know, I, I can't date anybody until I lose 10 pounds. It's like, well, but you could date and work on losing the weight. That was a really bad example. Um, and so I'm feeling like, well, if one of your goals is to be of service, 
then perhaps starting being of service and opening yourself up to that energy will allow it to come into your life. Because when I look at you now, I, I don't see anything because you haven't really taken steps to having that happen yet, if that makes sense. All right. So James says, Cosmic 2x4 was my introduction, Dr. Rita. I think it was my first interview with her. Probably, probably, James, because that was right around the time that I had released that book, which was, I think, this makes me feel really freaking old. All right, hang on. I'm looking for a date in here. <laughs> Maybe there isn't one because I'm forever young. Oh, my God. It's even earlier than I thought. 2004. All right, that's going to make me cry. You know, so one of the stories I tell in this book is um, I'm talking about the seven chakra and tapping into the seven chakra energy. And it's challenging because it's above our conscious mind. And there's, there's a wholeness and connectedness that we experience. It's, it's much more experiential than you can really think about it. And I was trying to write it, write the chapter, and it was not happening. And as I was doing that, my dog um, was dying. And, you know, when her bed was right by my desk and, you know, she wasn't eating, she wasn't drinking. Um, and because of that, it put me into this very seventh chakra experience. And now looking at that date, it's like, oh, my God, that was 2004. That was 20 years ago. She was my first poodle baby. So, okay, Lucy says, having a hard time finding a job with my transpersonal psychology degree. <clears throat> Would being a tarot card reader be okay for income while I look? Not enough experience for a professor job adjuncting no pay. I mean, Lucy, if you are a card reader and people are, you know, and you're open to taking money for that, you know, hopefully you, you're going to do that in your integrity and, you know, provide a service. Um, you know, money is money. <laughs> um, you know, so we got to do what we got to do. And I think if it were me, um, I would look at that path versus going and working at Walmart, which I never would ever, 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 ever want to do. Um, okay, so Lucy, I'm going to throw this out. And I don't know if this is a doable thing, um, but can you back the degree title out from being transpersonal and make it be a little more generic in nature. You know, I don't know how well um, that degree translates into any other kind of thing. Um, but I'm just wondering if it would make sense to simplify it a little bit and because I feel like it might open some additional doors for you. 
James is so sweet. I love you, James. So he says she is one of the few psychics I give the time of day to. <laughs> You're making me feel so freaking special. Okay, so Lucy says, which chakra... Ch which chakra challenge when can't find the job they want, i.e. writing, research, teaching, education? Uh, and see, Lucy, I'm not really feeling like it is necessarily a chakra issue. You know, it's not, I when I look at that for you, I feel like it's more of a attraction issue some some part of it of a negative thinking issue um you know which affects all of the chakras um and i just get the impression that there is this vibration that you emit that says you're not really worthy. Okay, girl, get this book. It will help. But I feel like there's this lack of worthiness or a certain amount of self-sabotaging that you are putting out into the universe for everyone to receive. All right, there's Marco. Marco, I was starting to worry about you. Hi, Marco. All right. Okay, Yvonne says... Yeah, I'm now trying to embrace it. Thanks, Rita. And I think that will... Okay, so one of the most important things that we bring to the table, each of us, is our ability to have our energy flow. So when we have negative thinking, when we're like, oh, I don't want to do that, you know, when we put up obstacles, anything like that, it interferes with the movement of our energy. And I had read this thing and I included the little quote in the book. It was suggested that we even sit there and thank and embrace people that we're in competition with. You know, so if there's, I mean, I know you do the comedy. So if there's another comic that is promoting their stuff, love and embrace them too and love and embrace their stuff. Um, even if, you know, they're competition for us, because we're sending gratitude out into the world and we're opening our energy up and embracing them as well versus going, oh, but I'm better than them, which shuts our energy down and puts us into a negative energy thought, negative energy space. Did that make sense? I know it did. I know it did. Okay. So let's see. <laughs> you guys are killing me tonight. So Marco says, Rita equals goddess. Those are my little wings. Okay. Okay, so Jessica says... Okay, I can read that. I feel similar. I've been on the fence about staying at my current job. After today, I saw how little I mean to them. I really don't want to renew my contract there, but I'm afraid of nothing, nothing opening up around me. I need to go where I can be happy and thrive. Is there any hope of leaving that something better will come? Mm. 
I think Jessica and you know that if you sit there and get clear about what you want and what you what you want to have in your next job position. Um, so not forgetting about the old stuff that's important, but also embracing the new stuff and putting it out as a positive, this is what I want to create. Um, I think you can make that happen. Um, you know, perhaps where you're at now, I mean, you know, things happen to us so that we get kind of nudged along, you know, challenges and discomfort come along to motivate us to go and do something else and move on to something else. Um, but in the meantime, as I was saying to, to somebody, uh, as, to Yvonne, you know, as I was saying to Yvonne, you know, you still have to embrace what you're doing. And I feel like where you're working now, forgiveness is part of it. You know, but I also want to say, you know, like customer service and respect and consideration is really at an all time freaking low on this planet. And so having the expectation of an employer to take your needs and desires in mind, I don't know if you're going to find that. I don't know because it's weird now. It's just weird. Okay, so Jessica has like ooh, multiple part. Okay, after today at my school, I feel I need to leave because I'm not respected where I am and it's toxic. But as a first year teacher, I'm afraid of how hard it will be. Is there somewhere better for me in the future, somewhere I will thrive? Okay, I think I kind of answered that. Um, I literally cried on my drive home, Rita Louise. I feel so drained working there. I love my students, but my admin and the team I work with are toxic. Um, so if you're teaching, you know, in elementary, middle, and high school, I know that there's a shortage of teachers everywhere. Um, my concern is you might go somewhere else and you're just going to get more of the same. And it doesn't have anything to do with you, but more with the culture of what is going on. Okay. All right. And Cameron says, correct, a perfectionist, a beautiful answer. Indeed, the time is always now. Hey, Don, glad you could come. All right. And Don says, is there some things to make my life a bit better? Uh, yes, Don, for you, what I would like to see and with all of you, but I'm going to point the finger at Don for right this second um, is finding things to be grateful for or finding things to be thankful for. So when something good happens, say thank you. Um, as an example, my grandson's birthday is this weekend and, and Raylan's birthday is next week. Happy birthday, Raylan. Um, anyway, so 
I didn't want to go to Target. I had a whole bunch of errands to run, and the last place I was going to go was Target. And I had something else come up, and it would have been easier for me to go to Target first and then loop back around and head back this other way. I mean, because it was one giant circle, and I, but I didn't want to go to Target first. And I just was like putting out this energy that, I like shopping at Ross and um, that when I went to Ross, I would find a gift for my grandson. And I'm like, okay, well, worst case, I can go to Target, go in there and I find this great freaking little construction kit with screws and a hard hat and a little hammer and a little saw thing. He's three. Um, and I was, and I was so happy, and I'm in the parking lot, so happy. I called up Debbie, who's in the chat room, and I'm like, I just went. I don't have to go to Target. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so even in those little instances, you know, where something goes your way, find gratitude. Because, Don, I feel like you kind of sit in a certain level of negative thinking. And I don't feel like you look for things or find things to be grateful for. And as we start bringing more thankfulness and gratitude in our lives, it starts shifting our thinking. Um, and there's a whole long story with that that I'm not going to get into uh, today with them. Okay. All right. Lucy says, kismet how there are many questions regarding jobs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Monif. Monif. All right, Rita's comment about bracing competition made me think of the book by Art Williams, Pushing People Up. So helped me in the late 80s. Well, you know, it's interesting because there was so much new thought that came out in the 80s, so much. Um, that it's just not even the same. I mean, many, there was a whole barrage of wonderful spiritual teachers that came forward, you know, like Louise Hay and Shakti Gawan and Sandra Roman and Sonia Ray, you know, I mean, just this whole cluster of people came forward um, that I feel have not been matched. So, yeah. I, I agree with that. All right. Don says, P.S. Your show makes my week and days. I look forward to watching your show every Thursday. Don, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Otto said. <laughs> so Otto wants to know, do I pay Marco? No, I only pay him with my loving gratitude. That's it. Okay, so Jessica's back and says, elementary, but I feel called for middle. Thank you, Rita. Also, so thoughtful, loving energy and clear advice. I'm thankful for my students and that despite this painful spiritual growth of a year, my marriage is stronger and my family relationship are stronger from it. And Jessica, I don't know how many of the shows you've listened to, especially as we were hitting the end of 2023, you know, but I spent a number of shows talking about how 
2023 was really about learning lessons and kind of setting lines in sand and saying, I don't want to do this anymore. And I am going to make fundamental changes. And so perhaps, perhaps this new view on um, this job situation is just remnant from that. But 2024 to me has really been about walk your walk and talk your talk. And so if what's going on isn't working for you, then maybe you need to listen to that and move forward with where spirit is kind of pushing you to go. Okay. Jaisha. Jaisha? Hopefully that's how you pronounce it. Hi, Jaisha. I think this is your first time here. Welcome to Thursday Night Live. Hi, Rita. Big changes at work, and I've been, I guess, there two years. Just not sure if I should stay or go. If I stay, how do I weather the storms? Is there anyone there that I can trust? Thanks. Ooh, ooh. Um. Okay, so this is going to sound kind of weird and a bit obscure, uh, but then, and on another level, very directed. So my answer is no, not really. I feel like there's a whole lot of backstabbers at your job. I feel like there is one woman that you know casually. Um, I don't get the impression that you hang out with her a lot. I get the impression that she, I mean, the, the vibe I'm getting from her is that she has like some self-esteem issues. She tends to be pretty quiet um, and reserved and just kind of like hides in the corner a bit. Um, I feel like her, she feels the same way as you. I feel like she, she's not a backstabber. She's way more of a people pleaser. Um, and of everybody there, she's kind of the only one that I would maybe trust. And again, it's like, I feel like, you know, her, but not very well. Like just, you know, to say hi to kind of person. So Debbie says, attitude of gratitude brings more things to be grateful for. It does. You know, it opens up. You know, we're talking about that movement of energy and that flow. So you can't have negative thinking if you're in a place of gratitude and are saying thank you. They are diametrically opposed and it just can't happen. Um, but gratitude is an energy gratitude is a vibration and so the more you practice it the more you have it it opens that channel in you where you're sending it out and you can receive it and and that's really you know you can't receive love if you can't give love you know you can't get the good things you want if you can't be grateful for them i mean there's a there's an ebb and a flow to everything and gratitude and thankfulness opens yourself up more to receiving those things you want from the universe. All right. James says, very good stuff. Gratefulness. All right, Marco, I don't understand that. Let's see, Veronica. 
I love your moon pie tin sign. Thank you. Actually, one of my favorite. Let's see if I can do this without. There, warning, poodle on board. And yeah, now see, now I like totally screwed this up. All right, there we go. Veronica says, ditto, love the show, especially when you laugh. Thank you. Debbie says, me too. Marco says, great show. Rita, please upvote and subscribe. That's right. YouTube, subscribe. Uh, follow me on Rumble. Join my Dr. Rita live page. And for like James and uh, Keith and anybody that has like stuff going on, um, that you think I would maybe approve of, not weird, stupid stuff, um, you can post and I will let it go through it to that group. So it's not just like me posting my crap, which I post a lot of stuff, but it's good and it's healing stuff. So, all right, Veronica says, don't know why my comments are repeating. Veronica, they're not repeating on my end, so we're good. Uh, all right, hang on. Okay. Okay, so Jaysha says, yes. So I'm assuming that it, everybody's a backstabber. Uh, and question for you. So do you know this person that I'm talking about? Do you have a recognition of that? But hang on, I'm going to keep reading. Could maybe you answered my question already. Uh, thank you. First time on live, but we had a session several years ago. It I was at a toxic job. Your advice was great back then. You know, and again, as I said very early in the show, you know, when I give these answers, they're, you know, they're not quite generic because they're specific to you. But many times there's a lot more deeper stuff going on. And I'm just kind of, you know, doing a passing, a, a very quick passing glance. Okay. So Joe says, an attitude of gratitude goes a long way. May I say to Don that perhaps he needs to get out more. Good talk, Rita. Enjoyed. Forgive me if I overstep. Nah, 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 Joe. We're good. Um, Don says, if you need a toy for some little ones, try 21sttoys.com or, or newragetoys.com. You know what? I don't think I took the price tag off of that gift and it's all wrapped up. Yeah, but Don, I want things on sale. And, you know, and I have this like tactile thing. I don't like buying. I mean, I buy stuff online, but I don't like buying personal stuff online. Okay. So Marco says, if your problem can be solved with money, then it's not a problem. <laughs> okay. And Jaysha says, I like that. And then Joe says, thanks for toy tip, Don. Man, you guys need to get off your phone so you could actually type. Uh, all right. So Jessica is back and says, yes, that right, that's right. I stopped people pleasing and learned to speak up for myself. You'd be proud. Finding my voice is essential as a first year teacher. And I'm finding who I am in my gift calling. I got my heart broken a lot at this job, but universe forces me to face that people pleasing, forgetting boundaries for others and not overworking myself. 
uh, with this change, it stirred up more issues than help at work. 2024, owning ourselves and the beautiful work of art we are. Much love to you, Rita. And Jessica, all right, I got to get this giant thing off my face and my camera's like sliding all around. Okay. One of the things that I found in 2023, not so bad this year so far, have been times where I have had a boundary cross, where I've had something happen. And even though I'm upset or I'm sitting on my porch crying, there's this other part of me that's going, thank you, thank you, thank you. I learned the lesson. I can see how I allowed my boundary to get crossed. I can see how I didn't speak up for myself. And so when this occurs again, I'm going to be different. And so maybe the challenges have really spurred you forward to being more authentic to yourself and to your purpose, even if it's hard. And 2023 was freaking hard, hard for a lot of people. So, all right. So Jaisha says, I am not sure my boss actually comes across the way you describe. Okay. Um, maybe. Marco said she laughed. It's true, Rita. <laughs> I like laughing. Sorry. All right. So Monif is back. Says corporate culture can be tough sometimes, especially when it's, deeply political. Close your eyes and imagine. Yeah, that's good advice. Okay. Marco thinks my hair looks great, but most people that know me know I got this weird hair thing and thank you. I'm getting it done tomorrow because it's getting a little bit long. All right. So Lucy says, I'm a people pleaser. Which chakra is that correlated with? Which chakra help with boundaries? And again, Lucy, it's not a chakra thing. It's about your mental and emotional programming that is projected into the world through all of those chakras. You know, so it's not a broken chakra with, I'm going to say, those behavioral issues. It's on a much deep, it's more on a subtle body level. Um, you know, but it's more of a, a lack of awareness and behavior issue and not a chakra issue. And Jason said, yes, 2023 was brutal. All right, we got four minutes left. Don says, for Joe, go to newbrittentoys.com. Okay. All right. Bradley said, laughter is the best medicine for the heart chakra. Yes, it is. Um, Lucy says, I love your new hair color. Not a new hair color. It's getting done tomorrow. I mean, I'm getting it cut tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Jessica's back. She says, thank Rita. Thank you. And hugs. It also helps to know I'm not alone in this to the others here. Let that comfort you too. And thank you. you or Jessica, you are so welcome. Okay. So Otto wants to know, and I'm looking at the clock here. Um, are aura and chakras related? And yes, and so there are the subtle bodies, the causal, mental, emotional, and etheric. And then inside of each of those bodies, 
there are seven layers which relate to the seven chakras that are within, you know, like, so between the emotional body and the etheric body, um, there are the different seven layers in there that relate to the chakras in there. Hang on. I have a picture. I've meditated on this concept for so long until I could understand uh, this whole process. And of course, now I'm not going to find that picture freaking either. Because that would be way too easy. There it is, there it is, there it is, there it is. Flip, flip. All right, so I don't know if you'll be able to see this. And so if you think about it, the outer circles are the body. So causal, mental, emotional, etheric. And then these are all the chakras. And so where these little frequency looking things is where each of the different chakras lie within that different body going from higher to lower. So I hope that makes sense in this book. Okay. All right. Let's see. So Cameron says, good night to everybody. Veronica says, thank you for this group. Really groovy to share stuff with you. <laughs> uh, and Jessica says, Veronica Smith, absolutely. We have such a loving community here. Thank you, guys. And I love all of you, too. Okay, be safe and careful. Fun. See you again. All right. All right. So I hit the bottom of the list, and I got one minute to, like, say, okay. So if you would like to, oops, 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 oops. All right. Here we I'm not clicked on anything. Okay. If you'd like to schedule a private consultation and get further insights, um, please go to soulhealer.com and reach out to me. All of my books are also available on the website. And if you buy them from me versus buying from Amazon, they all come signed unless I screw up and I ship it before I sign it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, like my group on Facebook, Dr. Rita Louise Live on Facebook. YouTube is Just Energy Radio on YouTube. Please like, subscribe, sign up for the notifications, etc. Follow me on Rumble. It's Psychic Doc on Rumble. And so until next week, I'm your host, Dr. Rita Louise. I'll see you next week, same time, same location. Till then, be blessed. <laughs>
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.